Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better
Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man. Ain't God good. Yeah, he is. Hey, uh, you know, I want to remind everybody today that you got to keep pressing forward, man. I know it gets difficult out there sometimes, but you got to keep pressing forward. There's nothing else for you to do. The option of quitting, turning back, giving up, it cannot be there. The thoughts can pop into your head, but when they do, you got to pray about it. But you got to keep pressing forward. You got to keep it moving, man. I don't care how dark and dirty it get for you. You got to somehow summon it up within you to keep it moving, to keep pressing forward. Because the only way you're going to get it is you got to stay in the race. You know, you've heard it said a thousand times, the race isn't given to the swift, but to him that endureth to the end. You got to stay with it, whatever it is. What, I don't know what it is for you, but whatever it is, you got to stay with it. Because quitting, quitting don't let you see the end result. Giving up don't let you see the end results. Turning back don't let you see the end. The only way to see the end results is you got to finish the race. You got to stay in the race because the victory may be nearer than it seems. There's a poem I learned in college under some stressful situations, I'll just say it like that. There is a stanza in this poem called Don't Quit that says, often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Now, that's just a stanza in it. The poem is much longer than that. I know the whole thing because I, I learned it. But I've always remembered that poem. But, you know, I'm talking to you today from the standpoint of encouragement. I want, I want to show you an analogy that I tripped on this morning when I was thinking about something I wanted. And I was thinking, you know, okay, if you have a job, the way you have to do your job, your job forces you to do this. See, you can't just randomly do this on your job. A, a job forces you to plan ahead a little bit. You know, a job requires that you go through the procedures in order for something to happen that you want to happen. Example, you want a vacation. You have to put in for that vacation. And that's what it's called on your job. Just put in. You may dress it up some other way, but common sense. You have to put in. You got to do that because the job requires it. You got to put in for your vacation. If you want a promotion and you see it posted somewhere that we are now have a position opening, you got to put in for that. You just can't sit back and hope they pick you because they're probably going to pick the person who wants it, who shows the initiative to go get it. So you have to put in for a promotion on a lot of jobs. If you want some days off, couple days here, couple days there. You got to put in for that. But all of these are things that you want. You want vacations. You want a day off here and there. You want some promotions. If you want a raise, you have to go in and request a raise. 
It requires an action on your part, on your job. And guess what? We've all accepted this as this is the way it's done. You want a raise, you have to put in for a raise. You want a raise, you got to go in and have a meeting and take a request so you can show your value to get the raise. You want a vacation time, you got to put in for that. And then they got to, they could tell you yeah and nay. You want a promotion, same thing. You want some days off, same thing. Okay, that's the deal with your job. Well, that's the deal with your life, too. That exact picture that I painted for you that you're all so very much aware of, that you're very crystal clear on the rules and regulations, that you have no problem following them the same rules for your life. What you mean by that, Steve? You got to put in with God. You got to put in for what you want with God. All you And it's as simple as that. You put in. You want some more of this, some more of that. You got to put in with God. You put in with your job. You go down there and ask that man what you want, and you ain't got no problem following the rules. Well, put in with God. What you want? What your list? What's your request? What 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 do you really want? How much money are you really trying to make? What are you really trying to live? What kind of career and job would you really like to have? What kind of person would you really like to be? What type of family are you hoping and wishing for? Who is the person you want in your life? What type of person do you, what's the relationship you looking for? What you want, you got to put in for that. You got to put in, you got to go to God and put in for that. See, we'll follow the rules set to us up, set us up and set up by us in a system. But we simple rules of putting in for your life, man. We don't even do that. I wish I would put in for a job and not put in for God. You got to be kidding me. You think this man that has this company can has more to offer to you in terms of vacation promos and raises than God got for you for your life? Man, you keep putting too much faith in man. That's what's wrong with us. I sure hope he give me this raise. I sure hope. I don't even go to people with that. I go to God about it. Then God touched them people's hearts. Then when I walk in there, it's already done. That's how you capture this thing, folks. It's not a magic trick. It's just a real simple understanding. Why would you not put in with God if you're going to put in on your job? That don't make no sense. Where you get the job from? Where your boss get his position from? Where did this company come from? See, when you peel back the banana, it all make a lot of sense, don't it? It really does. And I'm just a common sense guy. You know, look, I don't have the education that a lot of people have. But I got a sure, sure enough bunch of life experience, though. Oh, I've been I've been getting smacked and knocked down the majority of my life. Oh, I may look good to you now out there. Look like he got his shine going on. And I am grateful to God for my life that I got now because this show ain't the one I had. But I got news for you. It ain't the one I thought I was going to have until I put in for it. I ain't seen none of this until I put in for it. And, and you know, after, as I saw it shaping and forming, then I said, God, could that really be happening? I wonder if you could make me this. Lord, I was wondering, man, could I really have a syndicated radio show? Lord, I make it happen. If it's in your will, I put in for it. I put in for it. Now, I'm working my tail off now because that's a part of it. See, but then God tells you that, too. He says faith without works is dead. Oh, I'm working my behind off. But the big thing is I put in for it. So I got a bunch of more stuff that I done put in for God. I can't tell y'all what it is, but oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm in line. I'm putting in for all the blessings that's due me. If he, if there's a raise, if God's passing out a raise in blessings, I'm lined up. 
He passing out a promotion. He going to promote some more blessings. I'm lined up. He want to send me on a bigger vacation. I'm lined up. He passing out extra checks down at the job. I'm lined up because I'm putting in. Why don't you put in too? Come on, y'all. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me have your undivided attention. Okay, I need it. I need it just for a second here. Well, I'm actually asking it for the next four hours, but who listened to the radio for four hours? Well, we hope you do, but we know you probably <laughs> got to go to work, so you don't. And it was hoping some people would just stick around for the four hours while they was at work, but you need your job, so you can't be listening to the radio. So we was hoping then that you put your headsets on when you're going in the job, but yeah. then you can't do that because they see the headsets, you're going to lose your job too. So you face with a quandary. You can stay with us and have a wonderful day, or you can stay with us with part of the morning and have a partially good day. But we hope we do something that'll sustain you for the whole day. That's the objective of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Glad you understand it, because I don't know what the hell I I just said, hey, Shirley. <laughs> that ignorant mess you just said. Good yeah. morning. Happy Friday. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for listening. <laughs> we appreciate it. What it is. Call it for real. Oh, please listen for four yeah. hours. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Good morning. morning. <laughs> King of the pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Top of the morning, sir. Top, 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 top. Let, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I right, forgot. Out of order, but no, 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 Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I went in an order that I'm accustomed to going in. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Two days it ain't, week, Steve. It's an it ain't my fault. Yeah, it honest you. It can't throw Ladies you. It ain't your gentlemen, fault. It ain't your fault. Ain't as surprised as I am, you must be for guess who the hell is here today. That damn bitter man, Anthony Brown. It is not your fault. I don't blame you at all. You went into the order that you're accustomed to. You're absolutely right. Okay. And, 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 and let me tell you something else. He ain't even on Zoom. So now, out of sight, out of mind. For out of sight, real. out of mind, right. Is he new? Is it, what, what, what is this, uh, J. Anthony Brown you speak of? Yeah. Is it he new? It's, it's, um, it's I'm like a new employee. Yes. This is an orientation I'm having today. Yes, just oh, to meet okay. everybody. Sure. It's, yes. it's a long story. It's a long story. <laughs> it's such a long story. It goes back 
to uh-huh. 1985. Well, tell us. Ooh, that's a long story. Yeah, we, <laughs> long, we have time. Well, you know, I got started in comedy at a, a Hilarities Comedy Club in Cuyahoga Falls. And uh, finally, this guy named Tom Sobel, I got his, finally got his attention and mm-hmm. sent him a tape. I'd only been in the business a few months. 20 and, minutes. And I got, I had, I had 15, maybe 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was oh, begging to be booked as an opening act. And he gave me my first traveling gig. Oh. And the first night I drove from Cleveland, Ohio to Bloomington, Indiana. To a one night bar on a college station, and it was called yeah. Nick's. Mm-hmm. What? They had accidentally booked two blacks on the same show. They normally show. didn't do that back in the day. Oh, no. that was a rule. Oh, back in the day, no, you they could just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in they 85? didn't. No. Oh wow! It was it was very it was it was racist. Yeah, that was racist. Very much sure. So I get to the gig. And I'll tell you, when the right come back, how I met the best friend and biggest fool all at the same time I ever had. All right. Part two of the Steve and Jay story coming up as well as Ask the CLO at 32 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you were telling us how you and Jay met. So we met. I had finally got booked my first out-of-town gig. I was going overnight. I was excited. It was a series of one-nighters, Tom Sobel's Comedy Caravan. I drive in, and I go to the hotel. Red Roof Inn. And they... Huh? It was the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, Red Roof Inn in Mm -hmm. Bloomington, Indiana, performing at a place called Nick's. I go to Red Roof Inn, and they say, your roommate is already here. And he gave me the room. I said, well, damn, okay. Well, I ain't, I got $11. Mm-hmm. So I don't care who it is. I got to go upstairs. I knock on the door and Jay Anthony opens the door. Wow. I said, but he had his stuff all but over the damn the room. Sewing. I was sewing. I both, had, both beds yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> he was making his pants that he was going to wear that night. <laughs> Because what a lot of people don't know, Jay is a really, really good tailor. He, he can really make clothes. Oh, wow. And that was his profession before mm-hmm. I met him. So I look at the bed, but I say, hey, man, uh, I'm your roommate. My name is Steve Harvey. He said, you can't stay in here. <laughs> now I'm looking at him. He don't know how hard I am. Can I say something, though? Not that you couldn't stay in there. I had so much stuff. You really could not stay in there. That's what I'm saying. Literally. It wasn't. He had an extra TV. I saw a phone cord all the way across the room. I said, man, what is this dude doing? I said, well, I said, my man, I don't know what to tell you. This, I, I got to stay here. He said, you go downstairs because this ain't camp and get yourself another room. He don't know I got $11. I said, my man, I can't go downstairs and get no room. I ain't got no money for that. Now, I'm looking at him because I'm hot now. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Cleveland, this, yeah, I'm, I'm tight. So he said, hey, man, him. And Jay gave me $30. I wow. said, go down there and get your room, man. And I went on there and got a room. And the first time somebody ever done like that for me, I got my room. Damn, Jay, you had $30, Jay? Yeah. Oh, I was a headliner. I'm done. No, he said G- he was the headline. I had uh, Jay was making eighteen hundred a week yeah. when I met what? him. Oh, what? 
Oh, doggy. You was balling, Jay. Dog. So I I went back up to his room because I saw all that stuff. I said, hey, man, I saw, I saw you had an iron in here. Can I use your iron so I can press my clothes for the night? He said, man, you got you to gotta start getting this stuff. You're going to be on the road. And I said, okay, hold up, hold up. You know, N word. I ain't, I ain't finna hear all this. He here. was touchy he back was then. Oh, he dog, was I was real tight. Oh, he been yeah, touchy from day. Oh, he was trying to help me, he but I lying. thought he was so humble. When I tell you, he was. Oh, humble. really? He came. Let me tell. Let me finish. He came back up. He had his hat rolled up like a like a yard worker, man. <laughs> he was sweating and everything. Man. Reaching it in his hand. I ain't gonna have an iron. Would, would it be so? Could you be so beholden? I know you gave me the money to get the room and everything, but. Could you be so beholden to give me? Let me use your iron. I, I don't have an iron. You said it like that. An iron. Go ahead, Steve. And you guys okay. have been friends ever since. So I went across the street to Target and bought a $9 iron. So I ironed my outfit at. We meet up at the club. Jay had a powder blue pinto. <laughs> Full of stuff, man. Packed to the went all the way to the back. I go get my shoes and put them on, and I go out there and I watch Jeffrey Brown. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, Jesus. He was the most brilliant act Boy, I had ever now. seen in comedy, wow. man. Mm-hmm. I oh. sat there in complete funny. and utter awe. Mm-hmm. He told me at the show. He said, "You're pretty funny, man. A couple moves you need to learn." Mm-hmm. But anywhere you're gonna be pretty funny. I said, man, if I could be funny, it's this boy right here. So we was on tour the was rest he of the week. Was he killing this Steve? Dog, he was dog. He was. He had them white folks laughing so hard, and you know it was no black headliners ever. There wasn't no nobody was, but and him. And there was no black audience either, Tommy. We didn't no. see black audiences. Wow. It was all white. The only black headliners was J. Anthony Brown. Byron Allen and George Wallace. Don't forget Sinbad. Oh, and Sinbad. 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 But, you know, I never saw Sinbad because he was too big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on Star Search and all Star that. Star Search, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. dog, I, I was sitting up here going, man, this is the greatest dude. We stayed together that whole week, and we got to the weekend, and we had a gig that was two nights in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah, man. And one night, man, after the show, the first night, he said, y'all, I want to bring up a guy that's going to be great in this business one day. And I was the opener. He said, come on back up, man. Close the show out with me. And we stood on stage and sang that song. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? And we had our arm around each other on stage. And all the white people joined in. <laughs> Jay, Jay, I went home that night, man. I was so emotional sitting on my bed, man. I said, man, this dude said I was going to be great. And then the next night, we closed the show the same way. We exchanged phone numbers. Wasn't no cell phones. No. And we made a pack. We said, hey, man, if you ever need me, call me and leave a message. I check my messages every four hours. And then we became friends. And he said, then we got so close. I said, hey, man, if you ever get in trouble, just leave Mayday on the machine. Mayday. And that's when we knew somebody was in trouble. And we had to get in our car, try to find him. And first time he called me, wasn't no texting or none of that back in the day. She found my book. My entire book. Who, who, who found what, your what book? 
what happened? What happened? Now, we ain't got to go into who, but it was found. Okay. Jay had a diary. Oh, okay. That he kept record of everything he did. He wrote down all his thoughts and everything. And he left it at this girl's house. And he called me and he said, Mayday. And it just so happened, I'm going to Memphis. Now, I knew the girl. she was. Okay. I knew the girl because we had talked. We knew each other's people, you know. And he said, man, she found the book. God, dog. God. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> we got to wrap up. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer the CLO, as the nephew calls him. Steve Harvey is in the building. Now, Steve, I know you're ready, but you may not be ready for this name, okay? Okay. Satchel in Louisiana. <laughs> what? <laughs> Before I answer this question, I want to thank Uh Jesus, my heavenly Father, Lord and Savior. I've I've wanted nothing more in my career than to Uh somebody named Satchel to ask me so. Come on, Satchel. You got it. Come on. I'm thumping to answer this fully. All right, Satchel says. Because before you ask me the question, this finna be an old ass issue. Let's uh, just say uh, that. Uh, now. Watch this. Watch and you this know here. this. You know this. Watch this. All right. Here. Hey, Steve. You and I are the same age. And unlike right you, I'm still out here trying to find the right lady and settle down. Come on, I got Satchel. a divorce. I got a divorce and my wife took me to the cleaners. So it's hard to bring ladies to my one bedroom apartment at my age. I dress nicely and I still have a nice car. But I can't bring a woman back to my home. I get a retirement check, but it's not much, so I'm working full time again. How can I get my swagger back? Get a three bedroom satchel. <laughs> but what if you can't afford it, though? She yeah. took him to the bank. She took him to the cleaners. You can't cut yeah. back money on what you eat, and you can't cut back money on where you live. And if you embarrassed to bring them back to a one bedroom, Put you a three-bedroom, put you a cigar lounge in there, and 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 another room, so it look like you bought something. You gonna have to spread a little bit, satchel, and get you a little bit. Got to get a little bit more. See, and you gonna get your swag back when you get your pad back, cause that's what's slowing you down. See, if that's the stopping point, you got to cut your corners somewhere else. But you can't cut your corners on what you eat. Where you go to dinner and 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 where you sleep, mm. them two places you can't cut corners. Well, he says he dresses nicely and he still has a nice car, so you think he should. Good, cut it there? you just got to quit pulling up to that efficiency. <laughs> All right, Satchel. Wow. Uh huh. You heard it from. Should the he season? downgrade his car? Should he downgrade? No, his hell no. Don't give nothing back. Oh, Upward and onward, Satchel. It ain't ever too late. Listen to me. How, how, how's he going to get a three-bedroom? I'm trying to figure that out. Because, Tommy, that's the one thing that's stopping him. He's ashamed of what he's taking him back to. Well, you got to spring for more. So get another job? He can get his hustle up. Okay. He got something he can do. Mm-hmm. Everybody, man, stop admitting to defeat. Okay. Sometimes the answer saying. ain't to cut back. The answer is to make more. Why is everybody's answer to everything cut back? 
Why would God take you to a place and not allow you to stay there? Okay. Get your hustle well, on and get you a three-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Ain't no maybe. damn maybe. I'm talking to Satchel, Tommy. You ain't in our age group. You well, maybe fix. Satchel <laughs> need to play some more baseball. Tanisha in St. Louis says, I'm a 28-year-old engaged female, and my fiancé is a great provider, but he's childish. Uh, I moved in with him to get settled before our wedding, and I have to share a closet with his comic books and action figures. He comes home from work and plays his PS5 that he got himself for Christmas. He also has a helicopter and a drone that he flies around the neighborhood. Living with him has exposed another side to him. Is this just a phase, or should I be concerned about his behavior? <laughs> no, it ain't no phase. He damn near 30. You got action figures in your closet. At 30. Comic books. Yeah. And comic books. <laughs> and you fly drones around the neighborhood. Man. And you bought a PS5 for Christmas. That's what you play with. Uh, <laughs> man. Hey, little girl, you you don't see the okay, okay, them red flags. Yeah, don't collect yeah. them. She go get That's dressed up in all the Avengers in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Don't ignore them. You're, you're right. You're right, Philo. Do not yeah. ignore these red flags. Oh wow, mm-hmm. these are major red flags. Better now than later. That's right. Yeah, you yeah, just a right. fiance. Yeah. Yeah. You walk out now. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. DJ in Huntsville. My husband found a few text messages between me and my male coworker. The guy asked personal questions like what I sleep in and what's my favorite perfume. I played it off by telling my husband he was getting a gift for his girlfriend. My crazy husband called the guy and I had no idea until I went to work and my coworker went off on me and told me I need to learn how to delete my texts. Um, my husband and this guy are mad at me and it's all over a few text messages that weren't that bad. What should I do? Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. How your co-worker getting yeah. mad at you get for not deleting your messages and you married? What he asking you what you sleep in for? Right. You lied and said it was because he was trying to get his girlfriend. What the hell he mad at you for? Because you didn't delete your text messages. Now, unless, lady... Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more to the text message than you enjoying them. And he's sitting up in here, you told me you was deleting this stuff and you didn't. Now this man that came up here and checked me. I didn't sign up for no ass whooping. I was just trying to get a little extra. Now, unless that's the case right there, then I don't know what you want us to do. Because you gave this man your number at work. And he texting you. Asking you what you sleep in and all this here. Wasn't for his girlfriend and you know it. Yeah, mm-hmm. inappropriate, inappropriate. So now, how you want us to fix mm-hmm. this for you? Mm-hmm. This situation you started. Sister, come on. You gotta be yeah. kidding me. Yep. At least mm-hmm. you, this a warning shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's for ass whooping the next time. Oh, for to sure. The dude, oh. To the dude. I'm talking about to the dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen to mm-hmm. And he know it, too, because he yeah. already called by the husband. Mm-hmm. Now, text Ooh. again asking about something else she wearing. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to move on. Thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the icon, the legend, the queen of rock and roll, the one and only Tina Turner has passed away. Now, this was after an extended illness. Uh, The illness was undisclosed. Miss Tina was 83 years old. Angela Bassett paid tribute to the late Tina Turner, whom she portrayed, of course, in the 1993 movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? Angela said in part, quote, how do we say farewell to a woman who owned her pain and trauma and used it as a means to help change the world? Through her courage in telling her story, her commitment to stay the course in her life, no matter the sacrifice and her determination to carve out a space in rock and roll for herself and for others who look like her. Other stars have paid tribute to the late, great Tina Turner. Uh, Of course, Oprah, who was her friend, Ringo Starr, one of the Beatles, Elton John, Jennifer Hudson, Mariah Carey, Diana Ross, Alicia Keys, Rod Stewart, Mick Jagger, um, and of course, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. True legend. True, Mm -hmm. true legend. That was really, um, you know, that was... That was a shocker, shocker yesterday. I found out while I was working. Um, uh, guy came out on stage and told me on a commercial break. Uh, and he said it to me, whispered, and I repeated it, but I had my mic on in front of the audience. And they just gasped, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then after that, the whole thing started. They they got all these lists out about the top 50 iconic female voices, the top 30 best females who changed the music. 
And Tina Turner's on all those lists. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just yeah. all of the lists, you know. Yeah. Um, Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're, you know, when things like this happen, you know, we all start saying things. Now, I never met her. I never had the opportunity to meet her ever before. Uh-huh. It's just, she just had one of those careers. I think what happened, similar to what uh, Angela Bassett was saying, was her walk, her walk, her life story, was such an inspiration to so many, you know, who come from the bottom or, or who go yeah. through hard times, tribulations, and still somehow, by the grace of God, make it. Mm-hmm. I think she had one of those types of lives that was a testimony to That's grit right. and faith and mm-hmm. endurance and uplift and perseverance. And, mm-hmm. You know, I just, I just think it was one of those types of lives, man. Yeah, she really. broke so many barriers, Steve. She, I mean, from age, you know, she was doing rock and roll when she came up. Then, you know, they were saying that she was, I mean, she was doing R&B when she came up. Then they were saying she aged out, you know, but then she wanted to prove that she could not only do R&B, but she could also do rock and roll. You know, she had so many doors closed in her face, but she persevered. I mean, even after what she had gone through with Ike and she persevered, then she wanted to break into movies. She was able to do that. I mean, just on and on. What what a testament her life is for never giving up and to, you know, just to mm-hmm. continue going in spite of everything. Just keep it moving. And that's what she mm. did. And, <sighs> it, and inspired so many people. I mean, <sighs> you look at Beyonce today oh, yeah. on stage. If she, the way she performs does yeah. not remind you of Tina Turner. All the way, yeah, all the way. Legs and her and concerts, hair. Tina Turner's concerts. So many people at her concerts. Just I've seen so many Tina Turner concerts live. <laughs> Happy oh Shirley. My God. Yes. Oh yes. 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 So many of from, them. The energy, from, the beauty. From Nutbush, Tennessee. Good girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The lyrics, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. The lyrics of the songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just everything about her, everything, her her iconic legs. I mean, who Ooh, had those legs? legs? Those yes. legs. What's your favorite though? Proud Mary. What's your Proud favorite? Mary all day. Proud Mary. <laughs> Steve, what's your favorite? Of course, my favorite is what's love got to do. Mm-hmm. With it. What's love got to do with something? Like <laughs> yeah, that was probably my favorite song. You know, um, it was just crazy the way she worked uh, yeah her work her work ethic i mean what she endured it's just a it's just one of them stories man it's mm-hmm. a cinderella story but mm-hmm. this cinderella story was was racked with pain and it was mm-hmm. a public pain too yeah and yeah. i mean it was it was well documented and known what was happening to this mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. you know in her personal life and um again you know you know, we get in the mix like this was in a week. This was Jim Brown. You know, yeah. a, a lot wasn't said about the passing of Jim Brown. But, you know, if you're from Cleveland and or, or if you're really a real football fan, you understood yeah. what the passing of Jim Brown meant, man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Just in terms of social justice and what he did for black yeah. people and how he stood up as an athlete, how he threw all caution to the wind, how they... Him, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Bill Russell, 
and everybody went to the aid of Muhammad Ali when he decided not to be inducted, when he refused to fight in the Vietnam War, how they all rallied around him. Uh, Jim was there. Jim was there before that. And so, you know, this this week right here is, you know, losing two icons in a week is tough. But because they were so much older, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to a Kobe passing or something like that, you know, it just didn't get the social media. Now, Tina's getting social media. Uh, yeah. A lot of accolades, mm-hmm. you know, but but sometimes this younger generation just doesn't really know. Yeah, they don't the know. Impl- yeah, the impact. The implications and the mm-hmm. impact mm-hmm. that some of these people had that made it even possible for your new stars yeah. to survive, thrive, and do the things they do. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, has passed away. Um, What a shocker this was. Uh, Miss Tina was 83 years old. Steve, her concerts were amazing. Uh, Former President Barack Obama said that Tina Turner was raw. She was powerful. She was unstoppable. And she was unapologetically herself speaking and singing her truth through joy and pain, triumph and tragedy. Today, we join fans around the world in honoring the queen of rock and roll. And that's so true. She was global. And and they're calling her story one of the greatest or the greatest comeback story in the history of music because of what she endured and how she came back and was on top of not just the United States, but the world. Mm-hmm. The great I remember Tina seeing Trump. her as a kid, seeing her on the Johnny Carson show. She was major, man. And she, she choreographed those those dance moves that she did with the iCats. The shoulders. The shoulders. Well, Holy ain't nobody shit. else know how to do it. And had nobody done it before, so that was mm-hmm. just, it had to be her, you know. I was reading An on icon. TMZ, they were saying that it, back in March, she talked about her health and mm-hmm. not taking better care of herself when it came to uh, issues with her kidney and that she mm-hmm. should have taken medication more regular, mm-hmm. you know, to help with uh, high blood pressure, you know, mm-hmm. the chronic diseases that set in as you mm-hmm. age, high cholesterol. Yeah. Whenever we lose somebody, there's mm-hmm. lessons to be learned, even in mm-hmm. loss. Mm-hmm. You know, I often mm-hmm. say behind mo- every moment of adversity, there's a lesson and a blessing. Uh, you know, and I mean, we should take the time out just like they do at most funerals to remind people that those of us that are still here, that we got to be mindful that we're on that same path. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, man, you can quicken the trip, you can worsen the trip, or you can lengthen the trip, or you can smooth out the trip with the decisions that we make. And, and a lot of these issues we have in our health issues, and it's, it's sad to hear when a person says, I should have took better care of myself. I, I should have been a little bit more mindful of my medicine schedule. I should have watched what I eat. And I think that uh, all of us, you know, have have something to learn from that statement right there. Mm-hmm. I wish I had it because I don't want to wait until I can't do anything about my health. You know, yeah, we can all get on a health and wellness journey no matter where you are right now. If you're still here, you have a chance to do something. 
Mm-hmm. You know, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. If if you yeah. get a chance to please watch the the documentary I Tina I Tina. It's on uh, Netflix. It's out there. It's streaming. And all morning long, we are playing Uh Tina Turner music. All right. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show as we celebrate the life of Tina Turner right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Our very own J. Anthony Brown is always here with the foolishness. Can count on him. He's got details on his brand new book. Tell us about it, Jay. I just finished my new book, Steve, and it's called 101 Ways to Start an Argument. Um, several chapters in the book. Um, chapter one, you know, laugh on the phone for no reason. Just just laugh. Just all you know. That'll start then, an argument? Yeah, it, it will start an argument. This is how you start laughing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, his uh, chapter chapter seven is a real good chapter. Uh-huh. Take a shower uh-huh. in the middle of the day. Just just shower. Oh. Like, yeah, where you oh, going? Yeah. No, I'm just showering. That's a, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday, this is a good one for Sunday. Say mm-hmm. say I'm going to a different church by myself. That's what you say on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. not argument. Yeah, it's gonna be some hell up in there. Well, who I over there? Here's another, right, here's another right. ways to start an argument. Yeah. Put an empty bag in the closet and just walk away. Just put it up there and, and just walk away. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. What's in there? Don't worry about that. Don't go up there. Don't go up there. Just, <laughs> what you mean? Don't go up there. Yeah, yeah, don't go up there. Right. Don't go up there. All right. Ways to start an argument. Say this phrase right here. This really works. Say, I'll be right back. Ooh, yeah. And leave. Just leave. Just, just leave. I'll what be right mean? back. You'll be right where you going? Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. Don't worry about where I'm going. I'll be right back. Oh, what you mean right don't worry about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so all. You just walk out of here. What? You use this phrase right here on the phone. This really gets an argument. Say, good job, Becky. I'll see you tomorrow. And then oh. hang up the phone. Oh. <laughs> Becky? <laughs> Becky with the good hair, Becky? Becky. Becky. Why the hell you got to encourage Becky? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What you doing? Some it. damn good job, Becky. What she do so damn good? <laughs> well, your black ass got to be commenting on it. This from my new book, How to Start an Argument. Ask your mate, your lady, uh, when's uh, when's your friend coming over here? You know, when the... Oh, oh my God. The, oh, you lying. Oh, you can't do that. Mike? She ain't been over here in a while. When's she coming back? When's she single, huh? Ain't she single? Uh-uh. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, that starts an argument right off the right top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty good Jay yeah. argument yeah. right here. Boy. Ways to start an argument. No matter what movie she says she want to go to, you say, "Oh, I mm. seen it already." I seen it. Already. <laughs> oh, 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 you're done. Oh, you going to movies yeah. now? <laughs> oh, okay. You had time to go see it. Uh-huh. You saw Hustle already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I seen that. Well, let's go. To, I seen that. I seen it. I seen it. Oh, here's another one. Here's, oh. another one. here's another one. Ways to start an argument. You on the phone and you laugh real damn loud and then you start whispering. <laughs> Jay, 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 you've been mad a bunch of times, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and 
this is why he's divorced. Jay, Jay, yes. Jay, yes. Jay, yes. you want to run somebody off, dog. Jay, can I get you one? Give me one. Give me one. I'll put it in the book. Go ahead. <laughs> Buy your wife some running shoes for her birthday. Oh, oh, oh Steve. Oh. Wow. Oh, so wow. I'm fat now? Too far. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I what thought you, you liked this color. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You don't like yellow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Yeah. Buy, that, buy some running shoes. That'll, that, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Ooh, Steve, uh, all of a far. sudden, all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, you put on a clean shirt. <laughs> you woke up in one shirt and put on another. Oh. What you change your shirts for? Uh-huh. Can, I, can I just put on a new shirt? No. Hey, hey. No, you cannot. What was wrong with the old hey, Jay. Can, can this go with the book, Jay? Can I just add one more? Last one more. Last one more. You ready? Yeah. Come on. Ways to start an argument in your house, guaranteed. Come on, what? Mm. Come in from work and pull your pants off and ain't got no drawers. Alright, thanks, Jay and uh, Steve. Uh, you just commando yeah. with it. Uh, the nephew up next with today's your drawers. <laughs> today's prank phone call. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, there are way, there were way too many people in one bed. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is Whoa. that about? Wait till That's you hear you on this California bed. king, baby. You need that California king. <laughs> right now, we'll get into the strawberry letter <laughs> later, but right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? What's on the menu? Uh... Uh, this one here is. Mm-hmm. This one here is check settlement. Cat dog, if you would check settlement. Thank you. Hello. Right, I'm trying to reach um, please. This is she. How you doing? It's attorney over to and associates. Uh huh. All right, want to give you a call. I just got your file that hit my desk, and I, we got a check going out to you on Monday. You came in yesterday, correct? Yes. Okay, listen, we got a few little glitches here we want to go over with. I want to go over with you and make sure uh, we get this all ironed out before you come in on Monday, and, and uh, I'll have a check definitely waiting on you when you get here. All right, you're supposed to be getting $6,410. Okay. Unfortunately, it's being reduced to 1200 Due to uh, injuries not being as uh, as bad as they say it was, a lot of calculations got really mixed up on our paperwork here. And please keep in mind that on the 1200 we still haven't taken out our fee, which is like about 33 and a third. We'll have a check for you on Monday in the ballpark of four to $500. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm still not getting it. So what was the total amount that y'all got from the law, from the, um, from the insurance? Evidently, the person that did these calculations completely did them wrong. And I do apologize for this being a... A mishap on our part, and it's totally screwed up. And I do apologize on the behalf of the uh, of the association here that we've dropped the ball on that. But your actual check has been reduced to twelve hundred dollars, okay? And that's without us taking the law fees out of it. So I, 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 I guess it sound right because the how would six thousand dollars cover the doctor bill and the chiropractor? Well, from my understanding, man, what they're also stating is that your injuries are not that bad. 
and I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. They're actually wondering if you were actually hurt at all. So I was actually hurt because I even had to get injections. Okay. From the chiropractor. Okay, and and do you have any? You, I have some medical documents here, and and I understand that you've been going, and you probably it looks like you went over at least uh, at least two months going to the doctor and getting uh, and getting therapy, and and, and, and that I, was his call. That say, was the chiropractor's call. That wasn't my decision. Okay. Well, a that lot. Was of, his call for my for my injury. Exactly, and a lot a lot of these doctor fees and, and that you've gone to has eaten up eaten up a lot of these funds. And uh, I tell you, these doctor bills they get pretty high out there. I do want to apologize. What we're going to do here, since we've dropped the ball on this, we're going to give you the check for twelve hundred and not even take the law fees out of it. And I'll have that check waiting on you on Monday morning. That's still okay. I understand what you're saying, but what I'm trying to figure out is from the. I need to see some paperwork of saying stating. What was the amount, total amount check that was written from the insurance company, plus what was the portion that was supposed to be taken out for the chiropractor, plus what was the portion that was supposed to be taken out from the doctors itself? But the amount that you're telling me, 6000 that's not going to, wouldn't have covered that and leave me with only 1200 Okay, I'm not at liberty to let you look at this paperwork anymore. Uh, I, I'm calling you basically to let you know I have a $1,200 check for you if you don't want that. Then you can go ahead and take some other legal. Uh, this, if, I mean, I, that doesn't sound right. Why would I mean for from the entire month? Because I got the paperwork from the chiropractor stating what amount was paid. I understand that, ma'am. I'm, I, what I'm trying to let you know, Manisha, is there, there, what's going on right now is the response coming back is that you're not actually hurt at all. That's what they're saying. They're saying you're not hate at all. Actually, I don't want to use the words, but they're saying that you've been faking this the whole time. I need to see some paperwork before I try to check it. This doesn't sound right. That doesn't make any sense. Well, uh, right now, you know, I'm the last person that, that, that this file is going to come across. It's coming across my desk. This is pretty much a take it or leave it option, you know. I'll and if you don't leave it option, no, no, hold on now. I mean, you don't have to get an attitude with me because you are my lawyer and I am your client. This well, is you're not going to raise your voice. You're not going to raise your voice at me. That's not going to happen either. So let's let's pipe it down a bit, okay? Now. Here's what we're going to do. Do you want the $1,200 check or do you not want it? Now, I've already wavered the fees of the of the attorneys here. Do you want the 1200 or do you want me to reduce it to 400 No, I don't want 1200 because I'm going to take you to court. Because that doesn't sound right for you to me around. You're supposed to be my lawyer. I'm being the best attorney that you probably could afford, young lady. Okay? And I'm trying to do the best I can to help you. Now, you, you, if, if, if from what I understand is... I'm sorry, sir. That's not going to be acceptable. I just have to get some, get a lawyer to sue you, because that's not acceptable. You know, you know, you people continue to want to... I came in the office yesterday when we came in. How all of us... I, I didn't... I wasn't there doing the meeting yesterday. Like I said, these papers just landed on my desk today. What I'm not going to tolerate is you people consistently wanting to file a lawsuit on somebody. Now you want to file a lawsuit on me. You know, you, it's, you're going way too far with this. This doesn't sound right. I want to talk to I've never heard of you. I only heard of Okay. Well, now you've heard of me. I'm and I work here as well. And I'm not going to stand you uh, uh, dismantling me the way that you're doing. I just have to get a lawyer to sue you, but that's not acceptable. I got one more thing. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. You got pranked by your husband. <laughs> oh, your husband told me. She's been waiting on that check. Yeah, I, I had me hot. 
was about to go by that little office tomorrow when I get off of work. <laughs> All right, baby, let me ask you something. Tell Tommy, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, baby, look here. Get your check. <laughs> Ta-da. Uh, oh, goodness. Ta-da. Ta-da. Now they doing praise and worship in the prank. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ever been waiting on a check, a big one, and it, it, it don't come right? You ever been waiting on that big check, that uh-huh. uh, accident check, that good settlement? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Or, my or. And I want it now, J.G. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I was, I was waiting on a big check one time, and and uh, and Jackie did not pay. She she, she she fell in the reels of paying my um student loans. I mean, like two months off. And, man, I had a $10,000, $11,000 check coming. I was excited. Man, they took that whole check. That whole check because she forgot to pay the bill. Boy, you want to talk about upset that day? (laughs) You know, you couldn't, you couldn't cut, you can't cuss your lady out. But I went outside and cussed the moon. Well, let me ask you a question, Tommy. Did you, did you blame her for it? Uh, Uh yeah, yeah. It wasn't nobody. I mean, I didn't. I didn't verbally blame her, but yeah. it was her damn fault. I mean, yeah, but I didn't say, say that. <laughs> but you, but you kept it to yourself. I, yeah, I kept it to myself. And that's where a lot of stress comes from. We keep all that piped in yeah. like that. But yeah. yeah it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, I kept it. So what came out? You know, what came out of that is all my Well, but she didn't do it, though, Shirley. <laughs> well, pay your own student If you're going to do something from the do it, then what is you not doing it for? Well, pay it. She forgot. You pay your own well, loan. Keep up with yeah. it. No, well, she, she over the bills. Oh, no, do not going to do that, Carla. She what? Oh, no, 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 no. When, you, yeah, when you, you pay the light bill, you pay that student loan bill. You pay that. Keep it going. If I make the money and you in charge of the money, do your job. What's all this yelling about? I wish I would. Uh-huh. Because you ain't Marjorie. That's why. Uh-huh. And you ain't Jackie. So we can say this right here, right now. Oh, yeah. Pay the bills. Yell at you when I want to. <laughs> it's misplaced anger. Yeah, yeah, you know it is. Exactly. You definitely is. can't say it to Marjorie. You pay Marjorie. your G-Wagon bill when <laughs> it's due. Hey, hey, that no. I can't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> At all? <laughs> all right, coming up, today's Strawberry Letter subject. Uh, there were way too many people in one bed. We'll get into it right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We do all these subjects, but like I said before, we mostly talk about sex and relationships. I mean, you know, you can write us about all this other stuff and we'll try to help you out. But mostly we talk about sex on this show. We do. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Okay. Thank you, nephew. Subject, there were way too many people in one bed. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 22 years, and I have a big problem with my husband. My husband's co-worker recently bought a motorcycle, and my husband wants one, so he showed me pictures of the motorcycle on his phone. As I swiped through the pictures, my husband walked outside, and so I kept swiping through his pictures. I went as far back as March and came across a video of my husband naked. The video was done two days before my 50th birthday, and it was in a hotel room that had a jacuzzi in it. There were six or seven people in there in one bed, including two other naked men. My husband laid on the bed between two of the women and they started kissing all over his body and the video ended. I was so upset. My hands started shaking and my heart was racing. My husband came back inside and I didn't say a word. I wanted to ask him all about the art orgy, but I needed to get some information first. Later on, I called my brother to ask him what it meant if three guys were naked in one room. He said it is never good for a group of men to be naked together unless they're in a locker room. I told him it was a hypothetical question, but he said he knew exactly why I asked. He reminded me that we lived in a small town, and he said there have been rumors about my husband being into a lot of different sexual things. I told my brother it was all true and that I'd seen it for myself. He advised me to leave my husband because there's nothing else to talk about. I don't want my marriage of 22 years to end this, this way, but there were way too many naked people in the bed. Do I take my brother's advice and leave or talk to my husband and hear his side of the story first please help we need to well um uh well uh okay uh, <laughs> um all right I, I i'm sure this was a shocker to you i'm sure it was i mean who wants to find out that their husband is cheating this way uh 
Why would he keep something like this on his phone anyway? I mean, does he go back and look at it from time to time? Did he did he want to get caught subconsciously? Um, and, and it seems like everyone in town, according to your brother, knows anyway, but you. And, and what a shame after 22 years of marriage. He's brought unimaginable pain and embarrassment and humiliation to you. You said your hands were shaken. And I, I mean, so but what I don't get, though, is, is why you didn't say anything right then and there when your husband came back in the house. I mean, what more information did you need? You have him on tape in an orgy. You ha- you have the evidence. You you want his side of the story? I mean, that was the time to get it. And, and what could he say anyway? What what really could he say? How could he get explain his way out of this? And, and listen, don't get me wrong. I know that this has turned your entire world upside down. 22 years of marriage with this man. Uh, but please, um, b- believe what's in front of your eyes. Please believe that and, and base your decision on facts and, and not the lies that your husband could tell you to try to get out of this particular mess. And this is really way more than just a mess. This is a hot stinking mess right here. And, and, uh, you know, you don't need, you don't deserve this. Okay. You deserve better. And please know that Steve. I'm so damn confused. Yeah. (laughs) This damn matter. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to enter the twisted mind of a confused man. Let us begin. Been married 22 years. All this started over a damn motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what this was. A toy. Before I got a damn motorcycle, <laughs> he showed you a picture of the motorcycle, and then he walked outside. What? You left your phone with your wife, and you know you do wrong. Man, I swiped through the pictures after you looked at the motorcycle. So you swiping through them and you went all the way back to March and you came across this video your husband had. And video of your husband naked. Mm. Now the video was two days for your 50th birthday. It was in a hotel room that had a jacuzzi in it. Now he wouldn't let it change. There were six or seven people in there on the bed. What kind of bed was this? Tommy said California King. Springs is good. No, that ain't no California King. Six, seven people. Grown ass people. Damn near 50. Can't fit in this bed. Now, unless the Keebler L's was in there. <laughs> Some of the best top cookie makers in the world is Keebler L's. Now, this this was inside of a tree house. <laughs> I don't understand how six, seven people and two naked men. That's what was on the tape. Well, let's stop here, though. See. Yeah. It's the two naked men that's 
throw it All right, the just, whole thing. Just hold it right there. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today, the subject, there were way too many people in one bed. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, there were way too many people in one bed. All right, this lady thumbing through her husband's phone. He didn't gay. They've been married 22 years. He wanted a motorcycle, was showing her the picture of the motorcycle, left her with the phone, went outside. She went all the way back to March, found this picture, video of her husband naked. Now, this was two days before her 50th birthday. They was in a hotel room, had a jacuzzi in it, and it was six, seven people in on the bed. Where's this hotel at with this big ass bed? Springs are strong. And two of the people in the bed was naked men. Oh, this way it's confusing. Then your husband laid on the bed in between two of the women, and they started kissing all over his body, and the video ended. Mm. Now, you got to understand why the video ended. Okay, break that down. Yeah, break that down. Because what was happening after that, (laughs) you know, that was the part he didn't mind keeping. Mm. It's something that happened a little later on, because obviously he wasn't shooting the video. Nope. And obviously he got a copy of it from somebody, because ain't nobody holding his phone. They was just doing a copy of the video. He kept a copy he wanted. What about something happened? Something got out of hand. You didn't need to see that. Then your husband came back inside. Your hands are shaking. Your your, your heart was racing. (sighs) And you ain't say a word. I wanted to ask him about the orgy, but I needed to get more information first. I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. You what more information yeah. was you looking for? Did you need that was your ass, your damn husband, butt naked. That was him that laid on the bed with the seven people in it. He managed somehow to find a crack between two women. Don't say because mm. this bed is crowded. <laughs> a lot of cracks. Six, seven people in there. The little piece of sheet was showing. He jammed his fat oh, ass down sheet. in there, and they started kissing on him. Yeah. All right. Now, mm. you need some more information. So you called your brother to ask him what it meant if three guys was naked in one room. And then he told you a fact. It ain't ever good for a group of men. See, it, I if I'm in a room, I'm just saying if, I must be the only one in there that zips his pants up and down if we naked. <laughs> I can be the only one in here. It be eight, nine, 11, 13 people in here. But I gots to be the only one in here that got to let the toilet seat up when we go in the bathroom. I'm the only one. And, and even when I come out and people go, Steve, why you leave the seat up? That's what would have to happen. Because I'm the only man in there. <laughs> so, and then you asked your brother about it. And then you said it was a hypothetical question. But your brother said, y'all live in a small town and there's been rumors about your husband being into a lot of different sexual things. Because in a small town, see six, seven people in that room, somebody told who all was in the room. So the rumors is true. Your husband is into some other things. Or Jesus is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we know that for sure. That's definitely. He's in there, that's him. Mm-hmm. This is not a rumor. 
I told your brother it was all true. And you seen it for yourself. He said, well, you don't leave your husband because there's nothing else to talk about. Now, you don't want your marriage of 22 years to end this way. Okay. How do you want it to end? Right. Uh, do you want it to end with you with a uh, sexually transmitted disease? Do you want it to end with you finding out some more people pregnant? Do you want it to end by getting invited to come and then you get mad, y'all get in a fight? How you want it to end? Because it's ended. It's going to end, yeah. But there were way too many naked people in the bed. Ma'am, if it's one person... Why do you keep saying it was way too many naked people in the bed? Like see, two is okay. <laughs> see, you're thrown off by the men. Now I can understand that. See, because I guess I guess I'm just assuming as a woman, you thinking if it's another woman you dealing with, you can fight that fight. But now you thinking if he has an appetite for something more than women, mm-hmm. then it could be trouble for you. So that is a dilemma that you have. But one naked person in the bed is a problem yeah he had a bunch now your brother didn't told you but you don't want to do that so do i take my brother's advice and leave or do i talk to my husband and hear his side of the story first i would love for you to talk to your husband so you can hear his side of the story how can he lie his way out of you this okay surely surely no ask way. me and i'm gonna show you go ahead ask me all right, honey. Um, listen, when you walked out of the room, um, I happened to go through your phone and I saw... You went through my phone? Yeah, well, you left it here. You wanted me to look at the pictures. Yeah, I did. What you went listen? through my phone? You heard what I said. I went oh, through your phone. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so now we got a marriage where I can't trust you with my phone. Ain't this about her? Oh, that's how you're going to try to lie out that's of it. All flip it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's weak. That's all he's going to do. I that's, know it's weak, but that's uh-huh. all he got. That's all he got. <laughs> all right. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Memorial Day holiday weekend is the official kickoff to summer. And so, Steve, I got to ask you, what annoys you the most about summer? What annoys me the most about summer is... too short. <laughs> no, I just what annoys me most about some is the, the activities it causes some people to partake in that don't like. need to partake in. It's like some people shouldn't wear tank tops. And oh. I just think summer brings out a look in some people. You know, I've often wondered. I tell you when I discovered it. You remember when you go to Disney all the time? Uh-huh. I kept going, where did they get these tank tops with the armhole that extends all the way down to your belt. No matter how big you are, the armhole shows your whole side of your body. I discovered that they sell them tank tops at Walmart. I don't care how big you are, you can get your arm in this damn tank top. Yeah, It might be tight around the stomach. But, but you're going to be able to get in this armhole. Okay. So that has always bothered me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Your nephew had on one the other day. I'd like to point uh, that out. Which it, it ain't time for him for that. <laughs> it's, it's not time. He ain't quiet there. You see these sleeves I got on? Get you some sleeves, dog. Uh-huh. You're not quiet there. <laughs> I know your little boy thank you strong and all that. But that's, <laughs> There are those of us who know better. 
<laughs> also to watch white men in the suburbs cut a lawn with them strap oh, sandals with them man. socks on. That's another <laughs> that thing that, that summer man. brings out that I almost want to stop and go, take your damn socks off. I just want to <laughs> say that, but I yeah. can't. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, also, uh, at they the beach, uh, there are people on beaches, unclothed, that really, they need, they need to be bb is what I'm saying. And that's really be, uh, beach band. Uh, <laughs> beach band. There's some people that, you know. Listen to me, fellas. If you done put on your swimming trunks and you can no longer find the drawstring. Yeah, that's a problem. It's time. If you wear two pieces and we can only find the top piece, we have a problem. I'll look at the time. We have a problem. We're never asking you about something. I'm just telling you. Ask me what aggravates me about something. I'm just telling you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, time for some laughter here. And uh, this might just be for our listeners in certain parts of the country, like the Northeast or the Midwest. One of the best weeks of the year to have sex. That's what we're talking about. Because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. You can open the windows. You don't need... The air conditioner, you don't need to have to worry about sweating too much. Some say as we get ready to kick off summer, it's going to be too hot for sex. Okay, so the, the question to you guys, to you guys is, have you ever uh, had sex without the air conditioner? Is it ever yeah. too hot? And yeah. is it ever too yeah. hot to have sex? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Hell, I done been outside. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Ain't no air out there. Uh, just wait. Uh, I, done, I done been in a warehouse. 
Hello. <laughs> what happened? You hot as hell in there. I'm in the car. Just in the car. Off. But, but the air I done made on. love in a foundry before. A foundry. Uh-huh. Ford Motor Company foundry. The foundry. So the cars? Yeah, it's hot in there. Oh. Where they make the cars, they make engine blocks. Uh-huh. <laughs> they pour hot steel into molds and run it through a furnace and then a cooling system. The whole foundry hot. No Get air it. conditioner. Get it. I her hair was yeah. sweated out, wasn't it? Hair. How about the hair. Edge is gone. Yeah. had a helmet on. <laughs> You got a helmet on. You got to have wait, a wait, safety wait. helmet. Can you walk around the plane? Like, oh. They act like they ain't been in no hot place, huh? They oh, act like I'm they ain't done football nothing. football helmet. You always comfortable. That's what I was thinking, football helmet. I didn't like her. We ain't got to kiss or nothing. What are we talking about? In a helmet. You can have a face mask on if you want to. I've been in a hot-ass club and then made it happen. I don't know what y'all talking about. Where in the in club? The club? Where in the club? Like a joining wall, you know, a wall between the, where the party at, but on oh, the other boy, side. The VIP, of... tell it, the VIP. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. You know the hell you was talking about something. <laughs> you know, a joining so wait, wall. People could just see you in the VIP. No, they couldn't booth? see. No, they the VIP see. section, like at the strip club. Yeah, that glass right that there. Is. That's a different kind of glass at the strip club. I don't know why. Wow. I've, I've learned something. You can see you out, but they can't know? really see. Yeah. Kind of like that interrogation room. You can see out, but they can't see. Oh. oh. So the question was, have you guys ever had sex without air conditioning? I yeah. guess the answer to that is yeah. yes. What? I didn't even know. I didn't even know the air was off. <laughs> I ain't here talking about no work. We're not in here for room conditions. <laughs> so what happened? I mean, after okay, that, you give us some details. The projects. You keep the, the projects. There ain't no wind. central air in the projects. So what do you do? You keep the helmet on and you just go back to work when you're done? You go back to whatever you was doing. You can't take off. We is at lunch. (laughs) How long was your lunch break? 30 minutes. You got to get back out here. (laughs) We got to build these trucks. (laughs) Y'all ain't never been nowhere different. (laughs) What do you mean different? We asked about the temperature. Yeah, yeah. In the oil pit. What? What? Steve, come on now. Damn. Damn. Oh, that's, 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 that's pretty that's greasy. Oily. That's, that's, that's a lot of oil. That's a lot going that's on. Oily. Well, you ain't, ain't no oil on you, nothing. Oh. Okay. It was okay. just hot. Well, don't get mad at me. I'm, I mean, seriously. <laughs> but all this bullshit is all pit downstairs, furnace, heat, Hell projects. Yeah. warehouse. What? I've been in an 18-wheeler in the back. Hello. Okay, well, that... Uh, and, and, yeah. No, that's hot. I didn't have no that's air hot. conditioning in my 72 Chevy. <laughs> that's a junior set yeah. of car. Yeah, I yeah. said the car with it off, yeah. It's a yeah. little crack in the window. Just all air we got in I've been down at Lake Erie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Outdoors. In the grass. <laughs> oh, okay. Mosquitoes well, uh, how, and hot. How hot was it that day? Ooh, it was hot. It was heat wave and humid. It's hot as hell. Wasn't no wind blowing. We down at Edgewater like Park. Why don't right, they well, participate? Thanks for sharing, guys. They're so bougie. Um, <laughs> they bougie. They don't More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right. So, Steve, come on. Remind us. Remind everyone about your daily green powder drink. It's called Elevate You. Okay. So, now, here's a moment. Mm-hmm. I just want you all, the best example for this is me. I want to thank the hundreds of people who have sent in testimonials to my company, uh, ElevateU.com. L apostrophe E-V-A-T-E. L apostrophe E-V-A-T-E. U.com. It's really, really doing wonders in a lot of people's lives. If you will start to notice that I am improving my look physically now, I'm starting to see the physical benefits of it now. It's starting to come through to where I can notice it. You know, people have noticed it on me before. And then my biggest change was in the way my clothes fit. Mm-hmm. My my fit is totally different now. I had on a suit last week that I had made two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I refused to wear it because, you know, my stylist had tried this new look of making my clothes really fitted. And it was just a little bit too much for Uncle Steve. Too tight. Couldn't take no deep breaths. <laughs> couldn't raise my arm like that. I actually had the suit on, and he posted a picture of it. And there is room in the suit now. All and right. that's all I can tell all you. Right. The difference is starting to be noticed. Go to ElevateU.com. L apostrophe E-V-A-T-E U.com. Get your green drinks and get started on your health journey. Thanks, Steve. Coming up at 33 minutes after, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, has passed away. Um, What a shocker this was. Uh, Miss Tina was 83 years old. Steve, her concerts were amazing. Uh, Former President Barack Obama said that Tina Turner was raw. She was powerful. She was unstoppable. And she was unapologetically herself speaking and singing her truth through joy and pain, triumph and tragedy. Today, we join fans around the world in honoring the queen of rock and roll. And that's so true. She was global. And and they're calling her story one of the greatest or the greatest comeback story in the history of music because of what she endured and how she came back and was on top of not just the United States, but the world. Mm-hmm. The great I remember Tina seeing Turner. her as a kid, seeing her on the Johnny Carson show. She was major, man. And she, she choreographed those those dance moves that she did with the eye catch. The shoulders. The shoulders. Well, well ain't nobody shoulders. else know how to do it. And had nobody done it before. So that was mm-hmm. just, it had to be her, you know. I was reading An on icon. TMZ. They were saying that it, back in March, she talked about her health and mm-hmm. not taking better care of herself when it came to uh, issues with her kidney and that she mm-hmm. should have taken medication more regular, mm-hmm. you know, to help with uh, high blood pressure, you know, mm-hmm. the chronic diseases that set in as you mm-hmm. age, high cholesterol. Yeah. Whenever we lose somebody, there's mm-hmm. lessons to be learned, even in mm-hmm. loss. Mm-hmm. You know, often mm-hmm. say behind mo- every moment of adversity, there's a lesson and a blessing. Uh, you know, and I mean, we should take the time out just like they do at most funerals to remind people that those of us that are still here, that we got to be mindful that we're on that same path. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, man, you can quicken the trip, you can worsen the trip, or you can lengthen the trip, or you can smooth out the trip with the decisions that we make. 
and and a lot of these issues we have in our health issues and it's it's sad to hear when a person says i should have took better care of myself i i should have been a little bit more mindful of my medicine schedule i should have watched what i eat and i think that uh all of us you know have have something to learn from that statement right there mm -hmm. i wish i had it because i don't want to wait until i can't do anything about my health you know yeah we can all get on the health and wellness journey no matter where you are right now if you still here you have a chance to do something mm -hmm. you know true yeah. mm -hmm. that's true mm -hmm. if if you get a chance to please watch the the documentary i tina i tina all right we're coming back with more of the steve harvey morning show as a matter of fact this is our last break of the day steve's closing remarks you don't want to miss it it's been a good day we'll be back at 49 after the hour right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show hi there i'm bob Pittman, chairman and ceo of iHeartMedia. welcome to math and magic stories from the frontiers of marketing this week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. I guess a lot of things have been on my mind in terms of closing remarks uh, because I try to really, really keep people, especially good people, who are trying to stay on the straight and narrow and the positive. Mm-hmm. And it gets difficult at times. I had a young man text me uh, the other day and said, Big Dog, I just need some of your wisdom, man. I've been doing everything, man. I've been praying. My girl is tripping. I don't know how to handle it. It just seems like, man, God ain't letting this thing happen quick enough for me, man. And I'm thinking about going back to my old ways, man, but I, I don't want to. And so I was just talking to him about a way to handle it. I sent him, sent him a couple of things, you know, and uh, he was talking about how hard it was. And I just told him, I said, look, man, being successful is very, very difficult. If being successful were easy, come on. How many times have you heard that? I don't even have to say it again. Everybody would be it. But when you're going through something, folks, you have to understand that you're being tested. You're being processed and tested. You're being pushed through the furnace. You're being molded, shaped. Sometimes it get real hot in that furnace and you turn liquid and it look like you ain't gonna be nothing, but but he just pouring you into this mold. That's all he doing, all the trials and tribulations and hard times and difficulties that you find yourself facing. He just molding you, man. He just getting you ready to receive it because when you get it, people gonna come after it. When you get it, People going to want it. When you get it, you're going to draw attention. All these things you asking God for, when he give it to you, you got to be ready to receive it. 
And you got to know how to appreciate it and handle it when you get it. And you got to be able to stay in all the storms that come with it because to whom much is given, much is required. So guess what? He requires a lot of you before he give it to you. It ain't just to whom much is given, much is required, meaning after those of you who get something that you owe it to a bunch of people, you ain't got to look at it just like that. To whom much is given, much is required. That great thing that you're asking God for, that incredible thing that you want him to see you through, well, when he give it to you and he see you through it, he going to require something of you to get through it. Now, when he get through it, now guess what? You've been tested. You've been fire baptized. You've been ran through the mill. You can handle it now. You appreciate it now. You worked for it now. You earned it. And you're going to respect it a little bit more than somebody who was just given something. So when you're going through something, you're being tested. You've been pushed through the furnace. You come out on the other side, you're going to be fine. But you can't quit before you get to the other side. One of the things I sent this young man was a plaque that a guy sent me when I was going through some really dark moments in my life. The plaque said, if you're going through hell, don't stop. Keep going. If you're going through hell, don't stop. Keep going. Why would you stop in hell? Let's think about that. And you got to watch the people in your life, man. Because you got if you're going to allow people to make more withdrawals than deposits into your life you're gonna soon be in the negative sometimes you got to know when to close the accounts if you got some people in your life where you need to close the accounts no 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 more accounts receivable no more accounts payable no more calling me every time it get dark in your life. And then when something happened in mine, I can't find you nowhere. No more one-sided friendships. No more I'm giving and you taking. And when I need something, you ain't there. Oh, excuse. I read something on Snoop's page and I copied it. And I done sent it to a couple of people already. Excuse me for bothering you. My bad. I'm sorry. I forgot. You only fool with me when you need something. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. My bad. I don't mean to bother you. I forgot. You only fool with me when you need something. If you allow people to make more withdrawals than deposits in your life, you're going to soon be in the negative. You got to know when to close the accounts. Everybody in your life right now, you don't need them. You don't need them. Not everybody. Some people just ain't good for you. I don't know if you noticed it or not. You keep trying to hang on in there and believe that they're going to be better. You can pray for them, too. But but some people just who they are. Now, prayer changes things, but if they ain't praying for themselves, I don't really know how they work. There are some people that can explain it. I can't. I just know, man, when you keep on telling somebody something and they ain't listening, and they keep bringing you bad news, and they, they always the one, man, did you hear what they said about you? Man, you know what I need? Man, you ain't going to believe what happened to me. Oh, man, I can't get around there today. I'm tied up. You're done. If you allow people to make more withdrawals than deposits in your life, you're going to soon be in the negative. You have to know when to close the accounts. Just close the accounts. You'll be better for it. Those are my closing remarks.
Big dub. All right now. Wow, Steve. That was good. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can go ahead and drop it. You can go ahead. Some people need to hear that. Uh-huh. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.